Welcome to all of a sudden number 57. <laughs> yes, 57. Every, every time you put me on the spotlight and I forget what number we're on. Episode number 57 uh, brought to you by Anchor.fm. If you want to start your podcast, do it now with Anchor.fm. Uh, today, we got Matt and uh, no one else. No one else wanted to be a part of our show. Yeah, they found out well, I was coming out of the Fuck that guy. <laughs> well that's a sad way to start it joe we uh we brought matt aboard because obviously uh father's day was this past weekend and matt being a father as well as having a father uh we could uh i don't know talk father's day stuff and whatnot and what it means to be a dad and you'll never know what the meaning of a dad is other than well from what i know so far it's making sure that little one doesn't die <laughs> well, that's, that's always a good place to start I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah that's, you know that's a, yeah. that's a good foundation <laughs> it's uh i mean it's rough you know it, it's rough when being a single dad i guess because you know you have to have everything ready for that for your child on your own and hope that the other parent has everything that they need and then although you're not with that person you still feel the the need the necessity well at least i do to provide over the, uh, on that means as well. You know, you want to make sure that your daughter, or I have a daughter, making sure that she has everything she needs, both at this household, being my household, and that household, which is her mother's household. So sometimes you feel a little bit stressed, a little overwhelmed, but, you know, when she is over here, when I wake up, you know, she's cuddled under my arm. She'll leave her bed and she'll come over to mine. So, it, you know, little things that she does here and there, you know, her smile or telling me I love you, and you know, it makes it worth it. That's exactly um, what I say about uh, Julian when we do this podcast. Uh, his smile just makes <laughs> doing this show worth it. Oh, <laughs> kidding! Oh yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's a great feeling. You know, you never know what you're. You never know what to expect becoming a parent, but once they're here, that you feel a love that you don't think is possible, and this is somebody you haven't even met yet. And the moment they're, the moment you see them, it's. I don't mind you. I mean, I, I I was brought to tears when I first saw her, and uh, first time I heard her cry too, I wanted to break down. <laughs> you wanted to sit there and cry with her. I'll cry with. Yeah, you. pretty much. I'll cry with you. <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, it's a great feeling. I, I mean, I couldn't. I can't say anything feels as great as that. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. I, yeah, I didn't have her this year though. Unfortunately, her mom decided to take a last minute trip to California, and because I work full time still. In this quarantine, I was unable to get the days to accommodate my daughter throughout the week this week. So, fortunately, I was by myself. Did you pick up any fathering uh, from your own father? Well, my yes. father was a piece of, and uh, ducked out pretty much when I was nine. You know, so that that developing stage as a as a male, when you need your father the most, my mine wasn't there. So from, I think I was like seven when he left. So I really pretty much, whatever I learned is from seeing my grandfather or uh, seeing my uncles, you know, who didn't have their kids yet, but just watching them, you know, seeing how they carried themselves is pretty much how I learned how to, how to be. And then being around two sisters and then my mother and then all I have, I think I have like in total, like 10 aunts and like only two uncles, three uncles. Uh, so being around females gave me a real, real perspective as to how to treat a girl and how to be respectful of one. So it, I can't say I'm 
I can't say I'm more man than anybody, but I, from what I've learned on how to, from what I've learned from my grandfather, what I've learned from my uncles, and what I've learned from my female uh, family members, it kind of helped me become who I am today. And I mean, I've never heard anybody complain about me other than I'm annoying. But other than that, my, you know, my respect, my, uh, the way I carry myself amongst the uh, people that I meet, they've, I mean, I've never heard anything wrong. So I guess I'm doing something. <laughs> Uh, without my father and uh i just hope my daughter can see that as well and see how uh, a man should respect women how he should respect his kids and she can carry that into her relationship when that inevitable uh day comes when she starts dating are you gonna be that that tough dad that flexes his guns uh, i was like i don't know I'm, hopefully by that time i don't even have to flex i can just say hi and then everything like you know <laughs> just bounces right off yeah, pretty much, you know. You just hold like rip a, your shirt, just hello, son, and then shh. <laughs> well, I, I'm kind of hoping to it's be like, like oh, that you, always happens. I don't know if you guys have seen Megamind, where uh, at the end of the movie, uh, Megamind pretends to be uh, Metro Man, and then his calves burst. Into, <laughs> oh! Uh, like three yeah, times the size. Little, yeah, the little yeah, flags, I'm, like, kind of just flutter. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping we can be like, hi. Then. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah, I'm not good enough for your daughter. But, uh... No, I mean, you can't really say that if you don't want your daughter to move on and find somebody good or, you know, your son find a good girl, or your daughter find a good guy or whatever they may, you know, be into in the future and you want them, you don't want anybody around them, you know, you're setting them up for a very sad life. You know, you should always, uh, the way, I mean, I'm still years from it, but whatever she decides to do, all I can do is make sure she makes the right decisions and show her how to follow through on things as to what needs to be done. Um, you know, when we're still young, I mean, we're not even 30 yet. And I mean, we've all had our life, le our life lessons and there's still more to come, you know, throughout till the day we die, we're going to learn more lessons. And it's just making sure that our gener our generation that follows us, you know, learns those, learns those lessons as well and, uh, uses them in their life. Well, clearly, uh, obviously like with your dad, uh, taking off, you still had other father figures that kind of stepped up to the plate with your grandpa or your uncle was there anything from them that uh you kind of learned about well my grandfather is always my grandfather i can't really say he was a uh, machismo i know you know being hispanic we all have that uh you know you know you can't cry you know you gotta work you gotta support the family you gotta do this you gotta do that you know the whole household revolves around you and other mm -hmm. cultures are like that as well but seeing my grandfather do what he does every day to this day he's he's 76 now and he's still working and not because he needs to but because that's what he knows how to do and he doesn't want to be sitting around at home uh i remember one day i was i went over to his house and he uh was one or two days they, they he couldn't work because they got rained out you know, over at the uh, quarry he works at and mm -hmm. he was going crazy because he didn't have anything to do he swept the house like three or four times he mopped he went outside to uh, pick up trash. He came back inside. He washed dishes. And he's like, I don't know what to do now. I said, Grandpa, sit down, you know, watch TV. He's like, no, no, no. It's, that's wasting time. But that's, that's how they were brought up, you know, to be working, to make some money, you know, to do what they need to do. So I guess one thing I did learn from my grandfather was, you know, to be consistent and to continue to push forward because it does have its payout and to carry yourself, uh, to carry yourself to the highest standard that you can for yourself. You know, my grandfather, he works, he's, I think he's been wearing the same clothes for like 20 years now when he's comfortable. 
But when he dresses up, when he goes out to family functions, whatever, he looks nice. He cleans up, he gets his haircut, he trims his mustache, you know, whatever. And so seeing my grandfather take, uh, what was that? What would be the proper word here? Uh, take that initiative, even though, you know, he's 75, he could really care less how he looks, but he still dresses up to the nines. He cleans up his car. He washes his truck, takes his truck out. Um, so my grandfather really showed me how you should carry yourself as a man when it comes to a household, you know? Yeah, he went, he's a little bit older now and you kind of wish he would relax, but you know, that man, I know he's going to work until the day he dies. That's just, that's just the kind of guy he is. And hopefully I, I can have that uh, kind of mentality too, you know, keep on. Yeah. That same work, work, work yeah, ethic. Yeah. Keep on working just to make sure my family never needs anything. Cause to this day, you know, I mean, I, I make my money. I make, I make, you know, X amount of money every month, but even then every once in a while, he'll stop by and he'll be like, you know, Hey, you know, I don't know how you're doing, but here's 200 bucks, you know, go wash your car or something or go get, go put gas or whatever. And say, like, Oh, you know, I don't need a grandfather, but thank you. No, 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 take it. And he'll make sure you take that damn money. Take it. Go get yeah. yourself and, a, and a hamburger and a soda pop. A soda, soda pop and a pop. pizza. <laughs> that's, that's what my grandma used to, used to do for me. Like if I would go visit her, she would uh, just give me a couple bucks, like a $5 or something like that. Yeah. Cause she knows I, I like to eat on the cheap side. So I'll go get like a dollar burger or something. So she would hand me like a five and she would tell me, here, go get yourself a burger. One of those burgers you like and a, and a soda pop. I'd be like, okay, grandma. Thank soda you. Pop. Yeah. What, well, she used to live near uh, McDonald's no, or something. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. a bunch of just like cheap fast food, uh, right around her house. Ah, mm. uh, true, true, true. Yeah, uh, speaking to that same mentality as, I guess, kind of with your grandpa, uh, I remember one of the things uh, that happened when I was a kid, we were at my grandpa's house for, I forgot what reason, but uh, we had the car and it, it had gotten like a little dirty, like under the tires. So I just started wiping one down and I was trying to get like all the crud out of it to try and make it look right. And as soon as I finished, uh, I noticed like my grandpa was watching me. And he was like, well, when are you going to get started on the other three tires? And I was like, what? You know, he's like, uh, he taught me, you know, if you're going to do something, do it right. You know, like make sure yeah. you do it all and make sure you finish it. Make sure you complete it because there's no sense in doing something if you're just going to half-ass it. You know? Oh, yeah, my, gra and my grandfather would do the same thing. Um, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 man. Go ahead. That was kind of the end of my story. Oh, no, yeah, my grandfather was the same way. Uh, one thing my grandfather did, and I just thought about it too, and it's one of the big things that, it's one thing that has made him stand out amongst the entire family, and uh, one thing that I wish I could live up to, and I hope I do. My grandfather, oh, he's very, he's a very uh, faith-driven man, and one thing he does believe is, you know, giving to the less fortunate. So whenever he has anything to give, he'll give it, you know, uh, my mom has told me stories where they've been dirt poor when they were younger and my grandfather had maybe $20 to his name and he would still give 15 to a homeless man and keep five tips off. And it's like, you know, it's, you know, well, what do you do with, what do you do nowadays with $5 and you can't do anything. And he still to this day, he'll do that. You know, I've, there's days where I see my grandfather and he, you know, I ask him if he's eating. He's like, no, I didn't eat. I gave my food to a guy who was on the street. And my grandmother will load my grandfather's uh, lunch bag up before he goes to work. She'll load it. And he'll come home with nothing because he'll, he'll either give it away or and if he does eat it, he'll eat it. But 
my grandfather's always been one to give to the less fortunate. And that's one thing that always stood out to me that no matter how, how destitute he's been, he still finds it in his heart to give what he has and more if he can, you know, and that's one thing that I admire, I admire about him the most. And I hope I can continue to do that. You know, I'm, I'm not in my grandfather's situation. He was in you know, 40, yeah. 50 years ago. I'm, I'm on a better off situation, but even then, you know, I'll give what I can. And sometimes it feels like a stretch, but it's kind of, I mean, I guess you can say it's kind of like, you know, you give and you get, and you know, sometimes when you give the payout could be better than what you're expecting. Yeah. yeah like you're paying it forward. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, I haven't given anything recently. I, I mean, because I've been just going straight to work and coming back home and going to the gym. You know, I haven't really spent time out on the streets recently. But well, yeah, uh, because you know, of everything that's going on and all that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I have plenty of clothes that I could probably give away. And I, I have nothing to do but mess with my room and mess with my daughter's clothes. So I have plenty of stuff to give away. It's just waiting to see when you can start donating and stuff like that. You know, because I don't. Think, I know uh, I think... Savers is starting to because that's what we just did this past weekend. Uh, okay. We like cleaned out the whole garage. We got rid of a lot of books, a lot of clothes, Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. You just, you kind of just, the only thing is you're the one that has to kind of like dump it. But once you put them in all the bins, then they'll take them Mm -hmm. off and whatnot. Well, what I was concerned about is you going to donate and then them not using it, like trashing it because of the COVID. Like, oh, you know, we don't know if that person's infected. So let's just throw it out. That's been my, that's been my issue, you know, because then it's just a waste. You know, I'm not yeah. saying they're expensive clothes or anything like that, but it's just, you know, that can go to somebody who really needs it. I'd imagine they I, go through yeah, some kind it, of precaution to clean the stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, I, you know, I know that they wash them, but uh, I, I remember that situation coming up a long time ago when I was first uh, working for Coke. I was getting rid of like a couple bags of clothes and uh, some homeless guy saw that I was about to like dump them into the those little uh, containers with the, not St. Jude. Uh, candle lighters. Candle, candle lighters. And he was like, hey, man, is it cool if I, like, check out what you have? Because I kind of need, like, some new shirts and shoes and stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, take a look, see what you need. And he found, like, some sweaters. I remember it being close to, like, around this time. No, not this time, like, August. So I was like, yeah, man, I mean, take a sweater, take a jacket. You know, there's stuff in there, you know, stay warm. Even if it doesn't fit you, like if something fits one of your friends, take it, you know. Yeah. Good guy, yeah. Julian. No, that that's the one of the only things. I'm not uh big on like uh, giving away cash because obviously, like, I've learned the hard way that it doesn't always. Uh, a good changings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but uh, at the same time, you're doing it at the goodness of your heart, you know. So I, yeah, that's obviously. I no, know, no, I'm, I, that, enjoy your yeah, bump, that, sir. <laughs> that's 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 not that's not to uh that's not to diminish you know uh your grandfather or, or even you yourself or anybody that gives away to charity uh or even just a, a homeless person on the street who needs food because obviously you know there's gonna be those ones that actually do use it towards food or yeah. they collect as like a community uh but yeah i've been i've already had that situation happen several times that I'd rather just give like actual clothes or money or something. But uh, speaking uh, of, of charity, Julian, um, the stickers are almost in. And uh, like we mentioned a couple podcasts ago, we're going to have those stickers available and the proceeds are going to go to a charity. 
so we'll go ahead and give you more information towards the end of the show, maybe after the commercial break, because we're up against it right now. But uh, we'll feed you guys with some more information on those super cool stickers. Yeah, they're uh, they're actually supposed to be coming in today. Uh, but yeah, um, as far as the stickers, uh, we'll see what we could do with those. The keychains, I'm going to order uh, this upcoming weekend when I get paid, because obviously it costs money. But uh, yeah, we'll keep you guys posted. That way we can, you know, raise awareness, raise some funds and support. Have you guys uh, ever some... thought about making a, 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 what are they called? A GoFundMe? Just to go ahead and help with the podcast? Uh, as far as podcasts? Uh, like to, yeah, I don't want to like impose on people to feed our podcasts. I mean, we're, we're happy. You guys support us. Your likes mean a whole great deal to us. And uh, just you mm-hmm. listening means a whole great deal to us. So uh, like yeah, you said, and- this, these, these stickers aren't for any of our profit. This is all for uh, the charities that we're going to uh, send it out to. So uh, yeah. And, and of course it's going to, uh, I mean, it's not like it's uh, hard to, you know, make it happen. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I, uh, I just want to do something to kind of help out with the cause. And I feel like if we raise money for ourselves to help another cause, it kind of feels a it little cheapens it a bit. Yeah. Oh, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and, uh, <laughs> throw it to a break and we'll see you guys right now welcome back to all of a sudden number 57 how you doing guys how was the break uh it was pretty good i got to go uh take a little tinkle (laughs) make a quick boom boom i had to freaking now i'm back turn the air on in my room because it's it man it gets so hot in here so I had to well yeah it, it was it's in the hundreds this week no yeah toasty yeah el paso are, are we officially in summer yeah on the yeah. 21st first day of summer was it 21st or yeah yeah i don't remember I, i'm pretty sure it's usually around like 20 something julian how often are you in a warehouse uh probably like once every i don't know two weeks maybe i'm in one for six days for 12 plus hours Oof. i'm in the opposite yeah. i'm in a freezer so i'm enjoying I, it I, i'd rather be I'd, I'd rather be in a freezer to be honest it's not that bad i'm not gonna lie but the the worst part about the freezer is like my hands they get like they start like almost stiffening and it's like it gets hard <laughs> to work <laughs> i get i get like frostbite like the little onset frostbite i don't know jesus they're, they're called gloves man you should look into them I got them, but they, I don't know, man. It's some, <laughs> some of these coolers, they have them like God dang Arctic temperature. I don't know what the hell, mm. but anyway. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, before we left off, we were talking about uh, father figures and stuff like that. And uh, I noticed we didn't get to hear anything, anything from uh, Joe. Is there any uh, stories you have of your grandpa or your dad? Well, I mean, my dad is just like, uh, I guess the ultimate father figure. He's, uh always been someone strong in my life and he he's taken care of the family um he's uh kind of a strong role model i mean he's worked his way from the bottom of his profession all the way to owning the business so that's just something in itself to look up to and just the way he's been with us since we were born i mean he's taught us to take care of ourselves he's taught us to be tough and uh yeah my in mean, just plenty of good memories with my dad so uh 
you know, shout out to Delcon. him. Not sponsored. <laughs> oh shoot, uh, Jacob's calling. Wow. Yeah, I can't be on the podcast, but you know he can yeah, answer the phone. Hey, welcome to the show, Jacob. Yo, what up? What it do? What it do? So we're sharing uh, uh, stories about uh, being a dad or father figures in our lives. Was there anybody that uh, helped make you become the dad you are today? Uh, and, well, you know, I'm going to just put out the obvious candidates, I guess. Can you guys hear me good? Yeah, right. Can you guys hear him? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so uh, the, the audio sounds good? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, deep. Right, so, okay, so, I mean, just to state the obvious, you know, like, my mom, obviously, since she's been a single mom, she kind of had to take up both roles. And, uh, yeah, that kind of helped me, I guess, put things, just, just be humble, be, uh, be grateful for the shit that you have, you know, like, you know, I don't know, like, she, she didn't give us everything, and I guess that's a good thing, because she, I mean, obviously, she wasn't able to, but, um, she, she taught us to be grateful for whatever we have, so, and then, obviously, you guys know Jeremiah, you guys know Hector, they were the only guys that, you know, I guess I was in contact with for my childhood years. So they helped me out a lot with that kind of stuff. They gave me advice. They were assholes from time to time, but, you know, that's just who they are. And, um, but they're good guys. Nonetheless, they're good. They're good. They're good men. They know what's right and they know what's wrong. And uh, they're the ones who taught me right from wrong other than my mom did too, but, you know, she, uh, she basically just told me to stay humble. That was there. That was her, I guess, lesson. And their lesson was, you know, um, right from wrong. You know, what to do, what not to do, that kind of stuff. And uh, where did you learn to rage quit on Call of Duty? <laughs> uh, I did that myself on my own, man. <laughs> that, that's one thing I did on my own. <laughs> Alright, I'll let you get back to work. That we're already done. Ooh no. Well uh, we're we're gonna get back to the podcast. Alright. Alright, see ya. You guys gonna get on tonight or what? Maybe later. <laughs> Alright, let me know. Later. Alright, Joe. So as you were saying, your uh father he uh really built his company from the ground up. Well, him, him himself. I mean, he he started at the lowest possible job you you can have in the position in the in the the company. Company. Yeah, uh, he started just as a general labor. He started from the way bottom, and he was able to work himself all the way up to actually owning the business himself. So now the the company is his, and that's just something to admire. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, it's definitely like uh, someone to really look up to. Like holy crud! Like he. He made it, and then he even built the house that you guys live at now. Yeah, the the well, yeah, both houses because it, it's two separate houses, and uh, he was able to build the one that they're currently living in, and then the one that me and my brother currently stay at. And I remember that day we had to dig holes just to get the uh, pipeline from one house or one location to the next, and that sucked. I remember uh, Joe was telling us like. No, we're not supposed to use water. We're not supposed to use water because apparently it makes it harder or something. 
So me, him, and Carlos are just ditch digging pretty much. And his mom comes home after after work, and she's like, "Why didn't you guys use water? It would have made it easier." I was like, "This guy, <laughs> this guy, like, I hated him the rest of the day." But uh, it was it was really cool, real fun. Um, I don't know if you want to share a couple of thoughts on uh, your pops, Julian. Uh, definitely. Uh, uh, his love of music has really helped me out a lot. Um, whenever I find myself in times of trouble, you know, Mother Mary calls to me I'm just kidding uh no well, yeah obviously a, a big part of it has to do with like uh kind of uh, as as uh as matt had brought up you know a big part is like his work ethic it definitely uh reminds me i i, I used to really feel for that one song uh and uh the cats in the cradle where he was always working always working and then now I'm all grown up and now I'm always working and it's like, yeah, obviously uh, I still live with him so I can still talk <laughs> with him and stuff. Julian, but, do you want to uh, go through the ball around? Not now, dad, I got to work. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's, it's, it, and it's definitely like I've, I've learned uh, obviously that there is, we only have so much time, you know, and it, it, it doesn't make sense to just give it all to work and uh but because of him i definitely did get that strong work that work ethic and i was able to pay off my car i was able to whenever uh when i was dating my ex i was always able to keep us afloat because you know even though she wanted to hang out and like have us you know throw parties and stuff and hang out with friends i was always saying no you know what i gotta go to work i gotta go make that money because we need to have a roof over our heads or we need to have a car to get around and stuff like that, you know? So for that, uh, definitely admire him. And uh, of course, obviously like the music and stuff like that, uh, pretty much all the little, those little things that you learn and that you're just like, how, why, why do I know this? Or like, how, how the heck did I come to, to this way of thinking in, you know, a lot of it, stems back from that so yeah definitely Sorry. pretty lucky yeah i think we can all kind of consider ourselves lucky <laughs> to have such a strong figure in our lives uh whether it be your grandpa or your uncles your uh female characters uh like you and jacob uh said uh our dads so uh happy father's day to all the fathers out there or father figures in uh people's lives uh thank you yeah and uh one thing i kind of want to bring back uh from the old school kind of podcast and I'll, I'll throw it up in there uh why don't you, uh i i welcome your guys' stories like i, I kind of want to hear any of our listeners you know what what's a story that you have of your dad or your father figure teaching you something or helping you learn a life lesson something you know because those are those are always really nice to hear yeah. So comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube and uh, Facebook, Instagram at All of a Sudden Pod uh, and All of a Sudden Podcast, 107 Productions on YouTube. Uh, I wanted to bring up a really, I don't want to say, well, I, we're forced to say leaders of not only our country, but our state and their in our, infinite- oh, city in their infinite wisdom on uh, current uh, situations. Uh, for one, I want to say Trump has finally found the secret 
uh, to COVID. Oh, yeah? What's that? Apparently, he's using the boogeyman method where if you don't see it, it doesn't exist. So he... Hey, I like it. He went on record saying, I think we should keep... I think the way to keep our numbers low is if we just stop testing. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he said... He said we <laughs> we need to stop testing so that way we just don't have those high numbers everyone's seeing. How, how I mean, lucky are we to have such a comedian in the office? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely he's not wrong, I guess, to be devil's advocate. Yes, yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong. Obviously, that'll bring down the numbers, but I mean, <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous to to think that, especially when he was just so wholeheartedly like about testing and being like. With the number one testing. Well, yeah, his driver came out positive. Oh, did he? Well, true. Yeah, yeah he so. did. Uh, several, I think a few members of his cabinet, too, if yeah. I remember correctly. Um, I don't know if his cabinet, but I know people that work right under him, they have tested positive. So a lot of people are just waiting for him to get sick. <laughs> Inevitable, because he yeah. obviously isn't taking much precautions. He just had his rally in uh, Oklahoma, and there was absolutely no precautions being taken uh with anybody in the audience the very few that were in the audience but according to him millions that were in the audience as well as himself and his his people how how funny was it uh that they were kind of bragging about like having like millions and millions of people that want to come and see the show but when the day came it turned out to be uh a hoax or it turned out to be those k-pop people that were just flooding it yeah, and it not K-pop really and, going uh tiktok tiktok enthusiasts tiktok watchers i don't know tiktok tiktokers yeah. whatever you want to call they them. make them buy tickets and everybody bought tickets and then nobody went yeah they reserved yeah. a bunch of tickets just so that way nobody else could go they they 50 was... cented him and there's a <laughs> i don't know if you've seen that 50 cent bought uh like the first four rows of jaro's concert yeah and they he bought the first 50 rows of whatever much he spent on it and just to have them empty. <laughs> yeah, because he wanted you know? to throw them off or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I Dude, mean, that's... 50 Cent is the is ultimate petty master. But uh, yeah, Dude, that's pretty he much is... to him. He's uh, funny, dude. As far as our brilliant state leader, uh, Greg Abbott, he went on saying uh, what pretty much everyone else has been saying, stay home. That's the that's the that's the way to fight COVID. Just stay home. Even though he wanted to open up a month into quarantine. Yeah. And see, like I, I know I was one of the ones that was uh 50-50 with opening up, but I was I was definitely put back uh because of how he was opening up. You know, it's it's one thing to kind of open up with precautions and kind of just slowly, you know step by step but i felt like every week we were just okay now this is open now this is open now we're at 50 percent. now we're at you know and it's like uh i feel like we're moving a little too fast like let's freaking hold the uh, pull the rein in a little bit and you know kind of take steps because i think they were saying if we continue at this we're gonna reach uh we're gonna overrun like, like the healthcare system within the end of the month Mm-hmm. so it's just it's like come on guys like i mean we're you, hitting staggering numbers it wasn't until this monday that they finally made it a uh, regulation to wear masks wherever you go i mean it yeah. was always kind of recommended but now it's actually regulated and everyone has to do it 
it's 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 frustrating it really is frustrating that it, abbott didn't take this serious and uh a lot of uh people in general just people. didn't take it serious yeah and uh you see it a lot man uh in the couple stores that i've been to they've actually had to call the cops on a couple of people because they really are like so adamant about not wanting to wear a mask and thinking that they have all these rights and stuff but it's like you're you're putting other people's lives in danger i mean whether or not you have the sickness or not uh you're kind of giving this narrative of like no i'm not going to do it because of my rights and all this and that but really it's not it's not the hardest thing in the world especially if you're uh like a customer just going into shop uh or i don't know how it is for for you guys matt like when you go work out is it i mean i can understand how it'd be harder uh to work out but definitely shopping it shouldn't be that bad i think it's a lot worse for like us who actually work there because i usually i pretty much have to have that thing on for eight plus hours a day while i'm working and sometimes i'm like i have to go to the bathroom and take like a quick breath and then go back into it no uh at the gym they're enforcing it as well but if you're actually if you're working out you can't have the thing on you're gonna hyperventilate immediately yeah so uh they're enforcing it when you walk into the lobby they're enforcing it when you're in the cafe area well at my gym the cafe area and uh, all, all the trainers are wearing them uh when they're on the actual gym floor but if you're actually partaking in the actual workout itself they're not enforcing it i mean obviously they're not going to because then that's a health hazard yeah you're gonna pass out um, yeah and like you like you julian i have to wear it for work and i'm in a warehouse you know all day in a hot warehouse at that so it's already hard enough to breathe in there with the heat and the humidity and then on top of that the mask doesn't make it any easier the uh but what i do remember reading somewhere is that you can have the mask on but you're supposed to take it off or not take it off but at least you know get a fresh breath of air every every so often yeah because uh, there are people passing out that have it that they're wearing it all day at work and not taking it off and they're going eight plus hours wearing them and then they, they're passing out or they're you're really cutting the uh, amount of oxygen your body intakes because you're breathing in you're breathing in you're recirculating carbon dioxide into your body you're crazy you're basically poisoning yourself and even oh. even like some moisture too because there's definitely times where like i'll have the mask and i almost feel like i'm you got wet mouth i guess yeah and well not moist, like moist, throat moist mouth it feels it feels like I have like mucus and then like so sometimes I'll just have to like leave it off for a little bit I guess let my lungs clear out or whatever and then I'll get back into it but I don't know there's times where it's, it it is a little weird but I'll definitely continue to wear it especially uh especially because it's it's you know it's a hazard you know like it's it's amazing that some people don't or stopped recognizing how much of a threat this is. Um, I was reading one of my friend's stories because she's about our age. She's like, I think only a year or two older than us and she got it and she actually had symptoms. She like kind of suffocated. She noticed her lips start turning blue and stuff and she has a hard time. Uh, now that she's recovered, she still has like hard time uh, breathing and stuff like that and it's like man you know that was somebody who's in our age group imagine you know all these other people who are are older i actually finally had my first nightmare about that the other day too uh i i guess i don't know i somehow caught it or something in my dream and i just i couldn't breathe and i was just like freaking out panicking and i was like oh my god and i woke up and i was like <gasps> like i don't know it was weird uh 
but I mean, yeah, I mean, like for like for you, Joe, uh, I don't know how often you go out, but uh, I know, never. I know, <laughs> as Alila goes over often, like, do you what, what, like, for what precautions do you do? Because I know she works, I know she's out in the public mm-hmm. uh, 90% of the time. So, like, how do you handle it whenever she comes over? Because I know you've been quarantined at home for quite some time now. Yeah, I, I've been trying to stay home as much as possible, uh, living the quarantine Well, he life. puts her in a hazmat suit. and <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, she takes all the proper precautions uh, when she's out. And um, pretty much that's kind of how, how we uh, assess every situation. We, we go through different variables on, like, could this have been a possibility? Uh, do you see yourself exposed? Uh, were you ever in contact with somebody? um where you ever around somebody without a mask we go into into different precautions and we always make sure that we uh, count uh taking into account all the variables um before we actually decide to see each other and and stuff like that i literally wash my hands now every time that i touch someone else like even if it's a fist bump or something i'm already like i, I a mental note is already on the top of my head like all right wash your hands as soon as you're done like, I, I won't be rude and just be like, all right, well, I'm going to go wash my hands. Like, I'll finish my <laughs> conversation. Like, say, yeah. like, we fist bump, and then we'll talk for a bit. And as soon as we're done talking, I go and wash my hands. But I make a mental note, like, okay, this is the contaminated hand. <laughs> Don't touch anything. No, yeah. Like, I idle hands, you know? I think even uh, after all this is done, I'm, I'm going to be stuck thinking about what my hand touches and whether I need to wash it every time I, I shake hands with someone, or even if, you know, shaking hands is going to become a, a normal thing again. I don't know how much people are going to yeah. change uh, after all this. I well, gotta say, I do like the fist bump a lot better than a handshake. Cause uh, like, like I was saying with washing your hands, one of the most uncomfortable things was like, you know, you just come out of the bathroom after washing your hands and someone's like, you shake your hand you're like oh man i just washed my hands and they're like oh it's fine but it still feels so like oh my hands wet dude like come on oh yeah i don't so, I, don't, I don't do the wet shake <laughs> it's, it's so what one oh, yeah, cool yeah. thing is like fist bump and that's cool i don't know i like it especially because you know obviously you're not touching things with you know the back of your hand so i guess i, I guess I'm a little old school on that i prefer the handshake but yeah if i wash my hands and yeah I, I, re- I right away go for the fist bump if i just barely wash them you know, prior to all this, if I do a fist pump, it's because I just wash my hands. But I prefer shaking hands. I don't know. I'm I'm old school with it. But uh, the uh, like like you, Joe. You know, I I take all precautions too, especially when I'm coming when I'm coming home, because uh, I work with uh, you know, with exporting and importing from here to Mexico to China to you know to Canada. So there's a lot. There, there's plenty of room for for error for anybody to catch anything. So I get to work. I wash. I probably wash my hands. 15 to 20 times before I even go to lunch. And it's to the point to where I, I love getting my hands dirty. I love the feel, the feel of oil, the feel of dirt on my hands. That's just the kind of guy I am. Yeah, I used to. And now whenever I'm, yeah, whenever I uh, start getting with dirt on my hands, I'm like, oh, I got to go wash my hands now. This is uncomfortable. But no, yeah, I, I, whenever I get home from work, I take off my clothes right away, throw them in the wash immediately. I guess we should start wrapping up soon. Uh, did you have any other things you wanted to bring up, Jolyn? Well, I mean, uh, I I did want to bring up a few things. Like, obviously, there were a few situations where even some of the bars in our town kind of got shut down because they weren't taking precautions. And I guess I just, you know, just wear a mask, guys. You know, it's not that hard. I, you just saw, like, even Jacob right now, when he interrupted, he, even he was wearing a mask. <laughs> 
you know, he, he was done with work and he was still wearing it because he doesn't want to infect people. You know, it's, it's not about taking away your rights. It's not about, you know, brainwashing the public into like, oh, you know what? It's not a conspiracy. You know, it's a real thing. It's a serious issue. And there's been uh, time and time cases where it's proven that masks are like one of the most effective things on top of washing your hands. Uh, you know, there was that study uh, or that uh, case where those two ladies who reopened their their uh, salon, they both had COVID uh, without knowing it, and, but they were wearing a mask and all the customers that they serviced that day were wearing masks. They serviced about 140 people and every single one of those customers did not contract the virus. Wow. And they were all wearing masks. So it just goes to show how effective it is in social distancing and, you know, taking precautions with the mask and washing your hands, you know. The mask is all about preventing you from spreading things. So, you mean, you might not know you have it. So that's why you need the mask. So that way you don't cough on me and I don't come home and get, you know, my family sick. So I'm not looking I'm not trying to protect myself. I'm trying to protect my family. So don't be dumb and wear your mask. So that way my family can be okay. Yeah, your especially strong too. Yeah, as, uh, as Matt strong. says, um, drink your oranges. orange juice every morning. Yeah. And if you're not and into you're... it, you can find stuff like this. Where is it here? I don't know if you guys see. It's called GI juice. So what it is is a digestive enzyme that comes with all your immune system support already built in. You can find it in my supplement stores that way you don't have to be chucking down fruit and vegetables and all that stuff. You know. I've been taking my multivitamins for there you go. That 50 helps year old Ben. <laughs> I took the only thing is, it's not up here. <laughs> the only thing that's funny is that I'm actually almost done with these. They're not too bad, but uh, it was funny when I found out that this is for uh, older men. But yeah, nonetheless, guys, uh, obviously uh, stay safe out there. Stay sunny. Uh, Black lives still matter. Um, as you saw with Jacob. Um, and yeah, you know, keep on keeping on. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Please uh, like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube or just rate us on wherever you get your podcast. All of that means a whole deal to us and uh, we can keep making great content for you guys. Uh, So we'll see you next week. And we look forward to seeing your Father's Day stories. Yes. See you guys.